Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, gold Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989-898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989-898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers, I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989-898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. <laughs> The story you are about to see is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Savage Nation. This program is not a parody, it's a reality. I've been in the radio business for 26 years. I've received threats of every kind and ignore them. Sometimes they're worse than others. What I received yesterday from a crazed, deranged leftist trying to silence yours truly is a new level of depravity that must be stopped. And I am disclosing this threat on this program in an attempt to get the government to clamp down on big tech for permitting such hatred to be sent. And we will discuss, should big tech be reined in? Of course they should be. I'm going to read the threat. I'm not going to hold back on the words except the curse words. And I'm going to talk about it with you. You must understand that I'm not in any way saying who did this or who the suspect may be. I do not know who did this and I suspect no one. I am seeking your assistance only to supply information to law enforcement. You must not accuse anyone when you call the show. You must not confront anyone. This is a call for information and not for any vigilante action. Again, I am not directly or indirectly suggesting any individual is known to me. I am not directly or indirectly suggesting that I even suspect any individual because I do not. The only reason I'm reading this disgusting, vile, threatening, anti-Semitic email on this national radio program is to hopefully have someone in this audience 
send us a tip about anyone they may know who regularly uses guerrilla mail to threaten and silence conservatives. If anyone listening to this program knows of anyone who uses guerrilla mail to threaten conservatives, please send your tip to tiplinethreat at gmail.com. Tiplinethreat at gmail.com. It will be turned over to the authorities. You should know right now that the San Francisco Police Department Investigative Division is on this, as are federal agencies. If there are any children in the audience, I'm going to ask you to have them leave the room because it's terrifying. It's terrifying to believe there are such sick people out there who have such hatred for an opposing opinion. And again, to the perpetrator, who I know must be listening, if you turn yourself in to the SFPD today, listen very carefully now, Mr. Joker, I will consider not pressing charges. Did you hear me? You have a very small window to go to any local precinct and say, I am the one who threatened Michael Savage and the president of the United States. I'm going to read this to you. Now, most of you don't know what guerrilla mail is. Guerrilla mail is used by scumbags of the lowest order because it disappears in minutes. They send it and it disappears. A little uh, while later, I will tell you who owns guerrilla mail. You're going to be shocked to find that it's owned by China. I didn't know that till we looked into it. Based in Hong Kong, that means the Chinese Communist government probably owns this guerrillamail.com. Only the lowest form of humanity would use this kind of mail system to hide what they are th- sending. Again, if there are children in the audience or you yourself are mentally not feeling well, I'm being very serious now. Don't listen to this. It's going to upset you for the rest of your life. I've gotten mail for 26 years, written mail, hate mail, email. I usually dismiss it. This is a new low, which is why I'm taking the valuable time of this national show to read it to you. Again, if you know someone who uses GorillaMail.com to threaten conservatives and you do not want to be implicated along with him or her as a co-conspirator because you knew it was sent, I suggest you send his or her name to tiplinethreat at gmail.com. If the children are gone and the people who are not feeling well are not listening, I will begin to read this email. The subject line is die, MF, die. Die, mother, F, or die. That's the subject line. And here is how it reads. Would you just shut the F up, you fascist pig Jew? We haven't forgotten about you, Jew. You thought we were gone, but no, we have been watching you. And you've been sloppy. I know you've been back to blank, Jew. You think I forgot about it? No. I was going to send some rice in there or leave a bomb under a table. But I need to get you first. And I don't think I forgot them either. I'm going to get you. I swear I'm going to get you. You're done. I'm going to make you hurt, Jew. The way your fascist, orange, tiny um, male member criminal imposter in the White House does to all those kids he keeps in cages. I'm going to come up behind you and shoot you in the back so you can't move arms and pig legs. And then while you are laid out screaming in the dirt, 
I'm going to grab you by the hair and smash your skull against that concrete over and over while you scream until you stop, Jew, and empty your skull on the pavement. We'll get your dogs, your wife too, set them on fire to atone for your hate. Your days are over, Effer. Just wait, and our people are going to get Trump and his daughter and kids. Just wait and see. They will never be safe. We will jump when they least expect and catch it all on video for the world people will celebrate their death to just wait. But I just can't wait to watch you die and shut that big mouth for good. Sent using GorillaMail.com, which is, of course, a site that is used by cowards, terrorists and others of that ilk. I would ask you to call the show, but I'm sure that you're actually speechless right now. You think this is a joke. And the only reason I'm reading this disgusting, vile, racist, threatening email on this national radio program is to hopefully have someone in this audience send us a tip about anyone they may know who regularly uses guerrilla mail to threaten conservatives. If anyone has such knowledge, please send it to tiplinethreat at gmail.com. Now, there's a collateral story that goes with this, which is that only one website called me to help publicize and catch this, uh, this uh, criminal, and that is the Breitbart site, and they'll be publishing an article on it probably today or tomorrow. You will notice that the other conservative sites, and there are quotes around the word conservative, will not report on this death threat, and there is a reason for that. If you look at my website, michaelsavage.com, we have an article on conservatives with quotes around the word who took PPP money. Your hair will stand up. These are phonies who claim that they stand for small government and they're against welfare for poor people, but they took millions of dollars from you, the taxpayer, under the PPP program. They include Glenn Beck, conservative radio TV personality. 150 to 350,000 went to his Mercury One Inc. Charitable Foundation. And on his website, he says, we don't stand between government aid and people in need. We stand with people in need so they no longer need the government. He took that money real happily. How about Brent Bozell, longtime conservative figure who hates me, part of the Rush cartel, good friend of the lawyer. Brent Bozell, one to two million went to his Media Research Center website. Don't you love that? Daily Caller, Tucker Carlson, stepped down in June. Dennis Prager, another big mouth, another fake conservative, went to, uh, got 350000 to a million dollars, went to Prager University Foundation. Are you listening to this? And his website says, a variety of conservative information and causes, but explicit claim to be independent of government. Dennis, I know that you've resented me for all these years because you have no talent, you're independent of government, yet you took three fifty to a million dollars from the government? Dennis, you've always been what you are. There are others that we will read about. You can find them on your own. The Ayn Rand Institute. How do you like those? The Ayn Rand Institute got money. Got money. The Ayn Rand Institute got money. Ayn Rand Institute, after railing against federal spending, they took money. Citizens Against Government Waste. I think that's Mr. Norquist, another sterling conservative. 
Now you know why the cartel never publishes anything about Michael Savage, because I'm an independent. I'm not a member of the, quote, Conservative Incorporated. That'd be a hell of a book title, Conservative Inc. It's all a crock of garbage. In fact, I actually trust the left-wing fanatics more than I do the fake conservatives. You know why? Because I know who the left-wing fanatics are. They say exactly what they want to do, and they do it. The fake conservatives make believe they're against government spending, they're against big government, and then the minute money comes, they jump over a hedge at a cafe to grab as much as they can in their slimy, sweaty hands. Slimy, sweaty hands while screaming about conservative values. Where is the outrage over the anti-Semitism aimed at Michael Savage? Where is a report on Fox News about the death threat against Michael Savage? Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Now, this is a good time for me to take a break, and I don't know that what I'm about to play for you is connected. But there's an actor named Nick Cannon who says white people are a little little closer to animals than black people and people with any melanin in their skin. If you think the anti-Semitism is just coming up as a result of spontaneous combustion, you are mistaken. It's being fed by Louis Farrakhan and his Nation of Islam. It is being fed by Bernie Sanders. It is being fed by the Biden campaign. It is being fed by the entire American left-wing cabal. They may not say they're spreading it, but what do you think they're doing by empowering the radical left, who is not only knocking over statues, but taking over portions of cities? as happened today and yesterday in Portland, Oregon. My friends were living in very dangerous, sick times. And if I wasn't capable of handling it, I wouldn't be doing this anymore. I would have left in the near recent past or in the past itself. I know it comes with the territory. I understand that. I'm not a baby. I do this because I love America and I love my audience. Again, If you have any leads, and please don't make up a lead because you will be contacted by very serious federal and local authorities. If you have any people you know who regularly threaten conservatives and are a real hater of Donald Trump, a real hater of Jews, they use guerrilla mail, please go to the tip line threat at gmail.com tip line threat at gmail.com i'm michael savage i'll be right back the savage nation it's savage on demand look if you have a car that's taking up space sitting in your driveway that you don't use okay and you're paying insurance on it let me ask you one question why why don't you just get rid of it donate it to cars for kids Many of you have heard their jingle. It's such an earworm. You'll get a tax deduction and a vacation voucher. Well, here's how it works. Cars for Kids makes the process of donating your car quick and easy. It takes just about two minutes. They handle all the details, all the paperwork. All you need to do is schedule a pickup and sign a title. Pickups are contact-free. Just leave your signed title with your keys in the car to avoid unnecessary contact. The Cars for Kids driver will conveniently pick up your car while maintaining a safe distance. Your car donation is fast and free, usually picked up within 24 hours and often even the same day. And Cars for Kids will take your car even if it's not running. 
And remember, donating your car is tax deductible. And your tax deduction is based on the sale price of your car. Cars for Kids works hard to sell your car for the best price, which means more funds for their charity and a bigger tax deduction for you. And as a special thank you for donating your car, Cars for Kids gives you a vacation voucher good for a three-day and two-night hotel stay. With Cars for Kids, you get professional service, a convenient pickup, a maximum tax deduction, a vacation voucher, and a very good deed. Donate today at carsforkids.org slash savage nation. I'll say it slowly. That's cars with a K, K A R S, the number four, kids, K A R S, number four, K I D S, dot org slash savage nation. Cars, that's K A R S, the number four, then K I D S, dot org slash savage nation. That's cars for kids, carsforkids.org slash savage nation. They will give you the donation experience you deserve. Carsforkids.org slash savage nation. Do good and do yourself good. Carsforkids.org slash savage nation. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. Welcome back to the Savage Nation. I know many of you were shocked by that vile, anti-Semitic, crazy, insane, threatening email. I know many of you are sick from hearing it. But conservative voices are being silenced across America by the new Khmer Rouge. Many of them are using the social media and, and the Internet to do their dirty work, the dirty work that was done in Pol Pot's time that led to the mountain of human skulls in Cambodia. For those of you who live there, know what I'm talking about. I'm hoping that because they also threatened President Trump and his children, that this will attract the attention of federal authorities, as I believe it has. I'm not going to do this for two straight hours, but I'm going to say again, they use guerrilla mail. If anyone listening to this show knows someone who regularly uses guerrilla mail, which disappears in minutes, to threaten conservatives, and you know about it, you are a co-conspirator if you don't report it, by the way. You'll be dragged in as well. But I'm throwing out a fig leaf to you who did this to me. To the perpetrator, if you turn yourself into the San Francisco Police Department today, I will consider not pressing charges. Did you hear what I said? Be very careful if you think you can get away with this because you won't. Many agencies are now tracking you. You will be found. You will be found. Now, this show will be repeated later on as a podcast heard indefinitely around the world. And speaking about podcasts, there's something very interesting for you to know about. I do podcasts which are generally a replay of the show of that day with a different format. I mean, they take out some ads and stuff like that and put in other ones. The other day I did a show called Is Bipolar Disorder Overdiagnosed 
sorry, is bipolar disorder overdiagnosed or misdiagnosed? And the uh, number of people who downloaded that was higher than most by about 50%. I think most of you are, are so fed up with politics. You hate politics. You can't stand it anymore for a number of reasons, because you agree with me that the U.S. is being overthrown by the radical left and there's no leadership to stop them. I don't want to hear any more crap about Joe Biden. I want to see the perpetrators who are decimating and destroying this nation. I want to see them arrested immediately. And I don't see that. All I see is campaign slogans being thrown around. At a time like this, we need action. We don't need hot air. And I know many of you have tuned out of the news because of it. You can't take it anymore. You're sick and tired about hearing about the myth of white privilege. You know it's a lie. You know it's an attack upon a person's race using a very clever set of words that are a construct of reality that are killing our children. You know about COVID and what's done to people. And you know about people in the media who are getting me sick. They call themselves conservatives and they go on the air every day and they tell you COVID doesn't exist. It's a conspiracy of the left to hurt Donald Trump. They should be silenced and taken off the radio. They should be taken off the air for saying a thing like that because they're having you take risks that could wind up putting you in really serious health jeopardy. Shame on them. Shame on them for saying a thing like that. The lies abound in America today. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Okay, you know I'm a car guy. You know I've had a Hellcat. And with the ever-increasing numbers of cars like Dodge, BMW, and Volkswagen, and models like the Hellcat, X3, and Jetta, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. We all know that. I'm a car guy. And I'm telling you, why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while a counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com right in your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts in a chain store or new car dealership when you could do it at home on your own computer. Now, you may not know this, but chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and reliably low they are. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Does not require this. You could just do it yourself. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Just go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet sets. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered right to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. But best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. 
Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Savage in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. That's S-A-V-A-G-E. They have an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Don't stand online in an auto parts store and wait for the hostile clerk to get back to you. Go to rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. Rock Auto. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Well, I just read a deranged anti-Semitic death threat on air aimed at myself, my pets, my family, President Trump and his children. And I hope someone out there can help us find this domestic terrorist. We have a tip line. Don't call in a name. We won't take it. Tip line threat at gmail.com. Don't just send any name. If you know someone who does this through guerrilla mail against conservatives on a regular basis, be sure to send that tip there because you are now a co-conspirator. Now, before I take a few calls, my last book was called Stop Mass Hysteria, which I'm not going to read about, read to you, but I'm going to read you the dedication to the book Stop Mass Hysteria, America's Insanity from the Salem Witch Trials to the Trump Witch Hunt. The book is dedicated to the men and women of law enforcement who are on the front lines protecting the rest of us from the violent, radical, left-wing street criminals whose goal is to tear our society into pieces. The book was published a year ago. Some would say that I'm somewhat prophetic. Those of you who listen to the show regularly have said that. Well, all I can say to you is big tech needs to be reined in. Do you remember in 2014 when two Muslim terrorists killed a bunch of people in Southern California and uh, Tim Allen, what's his name, Tim Cook, rather, of Google would not divulge the phones wouldn't let the FBI, wouldn't give them the data to get into the phones of the terrorists. Remember, they caught the phone. They retrieved the phones of the Muslim terrorists. And the FBI begged Google to give them the encryption code so they could find out what was on that phone. And Google refused to do so. Do you remember that? Under the guise of freedom. I am saying to you right now, these tech companies are too powerful for the sake of the world, for the sake of America. These pirates of Silicon Valley needs to be, need to be reined in. I don't care how much money they threw at the president. I don't care how much money they throw at Biden. These people are destroying the world. They're letting the scum of the earth destroy this nation and destroy the world. Where one word on the Internet can destroy a person, one comma can destroy a person. If one stupid idiot in a person's basement says, I want them gone. I'm going to take a call for you, and then I'm going to play some anti-Semitic sound bites that are appearing on the uh, podcasts, and you'll know where the hatred is coming from. It's not, it's not developing out of spontaneous combustion. It's coming from the American left itself. Valerie, somewhere in California, thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Dr. Savage, I, I first just want to say I am literally, uh, I, I almost, I, I almost can't even speak because of what you read. It is it is absolutely um, overwhelming, and I am really appreciative that you gave such warning to your listeners um, how serious and disgusting. That well, I wouldn't read a normal thread. I've gotten them for twenty six years. This is a new low. People have looked at it in the 
investigative department said they've never seen anything quite as low as this and quite as demented and deranged as this. This is beyond the Joker. I, I want to tell you that um, I have been an NPR listener for 30 plus years. Um, as of the last two months, um, I have had to turn it off and I am. Yeah, now- it's around the clock communist propaganda out to destroy white people in America. That's correct. In plain English. Am I right? I, in, in plain English, it's all around the clock, anti-white, anti-America, day and night, and they get away with it. Now, I thank you for that call, but I want to read you something, play something for you. There's a bit player named Nick Cannon, an actor I truly never heard of, who has a podcast who says that white people are closer to animals than people with melanin in their skin. I want you to listen to this very carefully. Robert, please play and you'll know where the hatred is coming from. Let's go to what it really is then. When we talk about the power of melanated people, when we talk mm-hmm. about who we really are as guys and, and understanding right. that our melanin is so power and it connects us in a way that the reason why they fear black, the reason why they fear is because they the lack that they have of it. So then when you see what, you know, Dr. Uh, Francis C. Wellesling talked about is that fear in that 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 uh, genetic annihilation Mm -hmm. when you have a person that has has the lack of pigment the lack of melanin right that they know that they will be annihilated so therefore however they got the power they 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 have the lack of compassion Mm -hmm. that melanin comes with compassion melanin comes with soul that Mm -hmm. we call it we call it soul Mm -hmm. soul Mm -hmm. brothers and sisters that's the melanin that connects us. so the people that don't have it have are are a little, and I'm, I'm gonna say this carefully, <laughs> are a little less. Mm, a little less. We will continue with this Nobel Prize winning person of color in clip two. I'm bringing it all the way back around okay. to, to Minister Farrakhan to where they may not have the compassion or the, the when they were sent to the mountains of Caucasus when they when they didn't have the power of the sun that was that the sun then started to deteriorate mm-hmm. them so then they're acting out of fear they're acting out of low self-esteem they're acting out of a, are you a listening to this insanity mm-hmm. so therefore the only way that they can act is evil the only way they can, they, they have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight or flight okay. in, or, in order to survive. We'll continue with this Nobel Prize winning speech in clip three. So then these people who didn't have what we had, and when I say we, I speak of the mm-hmm. melanated people. Right. They had to be savages. They had to be barbaric. They had, because they're in these Nordic mountains, they're in these rough uh, torrential environments, mm. so they they're acting mm. as animals. Right. So they're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually the true savages. Now Hitler and his writers couldn't have been more vicious than this man is. I suppose he will soon be in the Biden administration as the minister of communications or running some ethnic studies department at Harvard. I'm sure Harvard is listening and probably calling him to offer him a professorship. But you understand that this kind of vile hatred coming out of the people like this is provoking the unprovoked attacks against people in the streets. Unprovoked attacks against innocent white people in particular across America that the media is uh, brushing aside because they're all cowards and liars. Every last one of them. 
The phone number is 855-417-282. I know this is very depressing, and you probably don't want to hear any more of it. If you want to turn on some music, go ahead. Put your head in the sand. See if I care. That's exactly how nations fall. When good people do nothing, do you know the rest of that saying? When good people do nothing, just listening is doing something. Do you understand that? Because you're educating yourself to what is actually happening in your nation. If you choose to tune out, what you're doing is what? You're putting your head in the sand. You're going off the cliff like a lemming. And you can't do that. That's why your nation is falling apart. It's bad enough that the rhinos are pretending this is not going on. It's bad enough that Biden and his minions are pretending this is not going on. But for you, the base of the right side of things to be tuning out is the worst thing that could happen to this nation. You are the last hope for this country. You are the last hope for this nation. Current and retired military. Current and retired police. Current and retired members of of the security services. You are all that we have between us and genocide and annihilation. Do you understand what's going on? You better understand what's going on. There's a group in Portland, Oregon called the Youth Brigade or something. They've just set up a so-called autonomous zone. The mayor of Portland, Oregon said the federal government should leave. They don't want them there. They have taken over a whole part of the city. They're teenagers. So when you say teenager, you think they're innocent, don't you? Well, let me remind you of something. The teenagers were used by Joseph Stalin as the young pioneers to kill innocent Russians. It was teenagers in the Khmer Rouge who were used by Pol Pot to round up anyone with eyeglasses and call them a counter-revolutionary, torture them to death, and then kill them. It was always the teens that the media likes to refer to the wonderful people in the streets who started by using the knockout game, for example. They were only teens. Or the packs of wildings that ran around the country beating up people of a different race. They were just teens. So Wolf Blitzer gave them a pass. And Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper and Wolf Blitzer are two of the worst types of human beings because they have the power to alert America to the danger we are in. And instead, they do the opposite. They make the victims into the perpetrators and the perpetrators into the victims. So, you know, I go back again to the bipolar show. I thought maybe that hate mail came to me after I did the bipolar show. Maybe I triggered someone who was uh, schizophrenic or bipolar because this person may try to use a crazy excuse to write a thing like this. Well, I don't know that being crazy permits you to do crazy things with impunity. I don't know about that yet. Phone number is 855-400-7282. Got some great callers here. Aaron in California, line two. Welcome. Thanks for calling the program. What's on your mind? Hi, Dr. Savage. Uh, I've actually had the privilege of meeting you several times. I'm Rabbi Langer's nephew. And uh, I just wanted to call in and just talk about my personal experience with all the anti-Semitism going on lately. And uh, I was in direct contact with that, uh, that, that Twitter feed from Nick Cannon. Um, and, and what, what, did Twitter shut you down but not shut him down? Well, I'm getting a lot of responses for what I said to him. But um, basically, like, I've been shadow banned on Twitter. And, 
And it's, All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear it. Look, I can say that this for people to say white people are, are, are closer to animals because they don't have melanin and that white people are savages and reverse reality in so many different ways is uncom- incomprehensible that this would be permitted to be put out on on. Uh, he was on a TV, a re- radio show or TV show, wasn't he? Something like that. Podcast. Meanwhile, in San Francisco, the city is under siege. A museum curator was forced to resign. He simply tweeted a statement that he would continue to collect art from white artists. They made him resign. A man who curated the museums in San Francisco was forced to resign, accused of racism by the lowest form of humanity, simply for saying, yes, I will continue to collect great art by white artists. We are living through a cultural revolution. And for Biden to say nothing means he's part of the cultural revolution and he wants to destroy the country. For Trump to do what he's doing is the best he can do, I suppose, but it's not good enough. We need a warrior to get militant. We need all the powers of the federal government unleashed on these street thugs as quickly as possible to remove them from society. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Well, the first hour of this program is coming to a conclusion. There'll be another hour to follow. If any of you know anyone who sent that deranged anti-Semitic death threat to both myself, the president, and his family, please help us uncover this domestic terrorist by sending your tips to tiplinethreat at gmail.com. That would be anyone you know who regularly uses GorillaMail.com to send hate mail against conservatives. And if you know such a person and don't report him, when he or she is found, you may be dragged in as a co-conspirator for not having turned that person in. There is a large chasm between helpful, powerful, spirited disagreement in politics and hatred of this kind and hatred of the kind that I played for you, and hatred of the kind that is now passing for normal discourse coming from the vermin on the left. When they force a curator in a museum to retire because he says he will continue to collect great art by white people, and they say he's a racist, that means the cultural revolution is already over, and you lost. You lost America. America went up in smoke because of vermin on the left. But remember... We still have the First and Second Amendments. Never give them up, because then you will be nothing but a skull in a pile. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Spans of the spoken word. Welcome. This is a podcast. Greetings, pod recipients. You are entering the Savage Nation. Read the book. See the movie. Warning. The Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. The 
The story you are about to see is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. All right, welcome to the Savage Nation, hour number two. I am not going to read that vile letter again. It's going to be on my podcast for those of you who missed it. And again, if you are a child or have a child around, do not play that podcast with that person in the room. Or if you yourself are suffering any kind of uh, emotional distress, please do not listen to that letter, that email that I received by GorillaMail.com. But if anyone listening to this show knows anyone who regularly threatens conservatives using GorillaMail.com, I'm asking you to send the tip to tiplinethreat at gmail.com tiplinethreat at gmail.com because he not only threatened me he threatened the president and his daughter and his kids threatened him with death in the same emails they threatened me we have no idea who it is now what is guerrilla mail many of you don't know what it is but some of you who are listening are members of QAnon you're members of very, very advanced uh, organizations in terms of sleuth, sleuthing the Internet. I know that. Maybe you could help me. Here's some good news. In June of 2017, it was revealed through court documents that the FBI used the hacking technique known as phishing to target a guerrilla mail user. You see, now normally if you send something by guerrilla mail, as I understand it, it disappears in minutes. That's used by scum terrorists, vermin, who want to threaten somebody and have it disappear. But the, the FBI caught this guy, and a journalist for Forbes noted that the case was unique since it was the first public example of the feds using a controversial update to a law allowing searches on users of an, anonymizing tools like Tor. Okay? Now, what is guerrilla uh, mail? It's based in Hong Kong. Oh, so it's owned by the communist Chinese, I guess. It's a free disposable email address service launched in 06. Visitors do not need to register to use the service. They're logged in automatically and a random email address is issued on each visit or they can set their own address. Email is kept for one hour before it is deleted. Oh, it's an hour. Now, why would someone not want to use their real email address if they are honest and truthful? I wonder why. Well, if you send out a threat that you're going to kill somebody, I could see why. And again, you can help by going to the tipline threat at gmail.com. I want to talk about big tech for permitting such hatred to be sent. Don't you agree with me that big tech should be reined in? Again, I'm going to repeat the case. It was 2014 or so that some Muslim terrorists shot and killed a number of people in Southern California. Their iPhones were found and Tim Cook refused to give the FBI the encryption data to break into the terrorist phones. Do you remember that big fight? Tim Cook had the audacity to say he was more important in a way than the government, and he didn't want to give away the encryption device to break into those phones. Do you think that that is a good thing or a bad thing? I know what you're going to say. Well, you want your privacy. Don't give me that anymore. You know, you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. You can't call for anyone's death on the radio. I know all the rules. I know all the FCC rules. But you mean on the internet you could say anything you want? Why should that be permitted? That's not freedom of speech. That's freedom of hate. If you could destroy a person with one tweet, as they recently did to the museum curator here in San Francisco, 
who simply said in a tweet, yes, I will continue to collect uh, the good art or the great art of white, ma- of white people. They fired him. They made him resign. We're living through a cultural revolution that will end in a mountain of human skulls if they are not stopped. So today I'm the target. Tomorrow you're the target. I do not know who sent this. I read the thread on the air. I'm not saying in any way that I know who did this. I did not know who did it. I I suspect no one. I'm seeking your assistance only to supply information to law enforcement. You must not confront anyone. I'm not looking for vigilante action. I'm not directly or indirectly suggesting any individual is known to me. I'm not suggesting that I even suspect any individual because I do not. One other note to the perpetrator who may be listening or a friend of his or hers. If you turn yourself into the San Francisco Police Department today, I, Michael Savage, will consider not pressing charges against you. And I'm telling you right now, you have one day, only one day. You think it's a joke? You better, better think very carefully because guerrilla mail has been penetrated by the FBI in the past. I suggest you, sh- you strongly consider going to a precinct house now. Turn yourself into a San Francisco Police Department precinct house and say you sent the hate mail to Michael Savage. The proper authorities will meet with you. 855-407-282 is the phone number. Let's take some calls. D in the Bay Area, line 4. D, what is the topic, please? Savage. Man, you inspire me. I do not call anybody. Uh, neither, neither do I, but <laughs> so, so what motivated you to call me today? Man, man, you make my you make my toes tingle, man. And I don't even, just let me tell you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a young black, and it, 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 I'm excited to talk to you, but I'm scared at the same time. The young black owner. Um, well, well, wait, you're scared of what? You know, just with everything that's going on right now in this society, um, people try to talk to me all the time because I'm black, and I just tell those people that I do give a little bit of my confidence is that people don't really want to hear the truth. And especially black folks, they don't really want to hear sometimes the truth. I'm getting the drift that you don't agree with the Black Lives Matter narrative necessarily. No, 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 no. Let let me give you an example, Dr. Savage, if you just give me a moment to tell you. Go ahead, develop the thought. Go, Go for it. The floor is yours. All right. So I'm a black business owner. I work in all types of communities. I respect everybody the same. It doesn't matter who you are. But today I was called out by property management to ask me to go out. Hey, hey, go take a look at this property. So it was in a part of Oakland. That's, you know, uh, that's, that's not really a, a great place to actually to be at. And I've seen a lot of folks in my culture. I, stopped, I was at a stop sign, man, and the guy on the left side of me ran the stop sign. The guy was on the, to the right of me making a left turn. He totally almost wiped this guy out. So I pulled up to this apartment complex. Man, when I get out the car, I'm like shaking. So I walk in front of the complex and I'm kind of looking around. I see these guys pull up with these tinted windows. You know, they smoking weed and stuff like that. I got back in my work vehicle, called the property management assistant. I'm not going to work in this area. <laughs> And these are the same people with all these signs like Black Lives Matter, but you guys got these guys out here that are breaking the law. And one of our highly decorated police officers pull this guy over. Something goes wrong. Somebody gets hurt and then a police officer get blamed for it. Berkeley, they just 
they're going to take away 50% of the police department. They're going to put unarmed people to make traffic stops. What do you think is going to happen, Dr. Savage? Well, we all know what's coming. We all know what's going to happen. So, I'm just telling you, man. This is- they're, they're deranged. These are utopian individuals who believe they have the answer, but they live in a dream world of stupidity. And what will happen is what is already happening, where the police have been uh, intimidated and pushed aside. Look at New York City. It's a hellhole. Yep. The crime is out of control. You know who they're blaming for? Donald Trump. Yep. Yep. Did, did I ever meet you? Are you one of the guys that I met five, six, seven years ago down in the in the Golden Triangle in a bar? No, you're not the guy. Are you in your twenties at the time? <laughs> no, but let me tell you, you might remember me. I think I called you one time. I can't remember the whole conversation. You were supposed to send me a book. You didn't. Uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, thank you for that rimshot. <laughs> I tell you what, if you give Jim your name and address, we'll get you a book. But it may be the Holy Bible. Well, you know, it has a lot of validity in it, man. But if people just apply it, they don't. How do you, as a, as a working man who's of African-American heritage, how do you feel in these times today? I feel, personally, myself as a person, I feel that if you, you're, you're, you're honest, hardworking with integrity, man, I'm a black business. I am the fastest growing pest control company here in the Bay Area. It isn't like I got a big corporation. But, but wait, but when white liberals come up to you, don't they try to uh, pander to you and they assume you're, you're a radical? Don't they automatically assume you're on the side? They do. They do. They do. And right. They immediately assume, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we get it, man. We're on your side, right? But they don't even realize that, you know, you know, my mom was a very gregarious woman. She had us around all types of different cultures. The stuff that I'm seeing is not my experience. Yes, I've had some bad experiences, but when I'm pulled over by... Yeah, but what, is it all white people against you, or, or is it other races? It, it, no, it, 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 both races. So, yeah, so I've had bad experiences, too, from my own people. Yeah, yeah. So, you think it's all... See, this is the thing people don't understand. Do you know how many white Russians killed white Russians during the communist revolution, which had nothing to do with race, but had everything to do with politics? That is what we are living through right now. It's race being used as a weapon to fight a political war, my friend. Exactly. All right, D, D, stay on the line. I got to I got to jump. I want to tell a story because this young man or I guess he's a young man. Everyone's a young man compared to me now. I don't know how that happened, but. Uh, I was in um, San Francisco a number of years ago, maybe 10 years ago in a Macy's, I think, I don't remember. I was upstairs in the men's department and there was a middle-class, well-dressed, very well, high-class African-American man with his two 20-something sons, very well-dressed and really well-spoken people, you know, cultivated. And some African-American teens came along who were gangbangers and started to try to start a fight with his sons because they were well-dressed, and they spoke beautifully. And the father stepped in and said, don't take their bait, they're trash, they're garbage. And he used the word that you're not supposed to use anymore about those gangbangers that none of us would ever repeat. He told his sons that's what they are, but he said don't become like them. I never forgot that story. I'm Michael Savage. I'll be back in a minute. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. 
So let's take the bigger picture. The bigger picture. Bigger picture. Religious people sometimes say these are the end times. We have a plague. We have social upheaval. And people of many faiths, many faiths are people of no faiths, no faith at all, right now probably feel like the end of the world is near. I know it sounds depressing and dismal and horrible, like it's an apocalypse that we're living through. In some ways it is. But is it really a sign of a coming apocalypse just as the Bible foretold? Jesus taught his disciples in the book of Luke that kingdom would rise against kingdom. We have political division in this country. We have a fearful viral pandemic. We have the slippage of biblical values upon. We have a government not acting in the people's best interest, both sides. Well, you have to reevaluate what you're going through. We're all in isolation. Locusts are swarming in East Africa. Wildfires have ravaged Australia. Recently, an earthquake in Utah shook the Salt Lake Temple to the top of its spire and caused the golden trumpet to fall from the angel Moroni's right hand. Is, is this the apocalypse? Every ancient religious tradition, Christianity, Judaism, Islam, Buddhism, has a common narrative for people who are trying to process this un, the unprecedented times that they're living through or, or, or events that they can't figure out. The original word in Greek, apocalypsis, apocalypse is, means an unveiling, a revelation. It helps us see something that is hidden before. So we're living through the crisis of the pandemic, the crisis of impotent government, the crisis of racial hatred unlike we have ever seen in this nation since the Civil War. In fact, a new civil war is brewing in this nation. A hatred for white people unlike any ever seen in the country, despite the fact that hundreds of thousands of white men died to free the slaves. Naked truth, irrefutable truth. There's a hatred for whites that has been unleashed from many sources that is going to lead to an apocalypse itself if it is not stopped by the media and by big tech. Let's take a quick call. Jimmy in New York on line five. Go ahead, Jimmy. You're on the air. Thank you. Listen, I, you, I listened to your show yesterday about this bipolar thing and all. I don't understand anything. You know why? Because as I heard from the beginning of your show today, I was going berserk in my own apartment. I was. I wanted to break the television, go insane. And let me tell you something. If I was out there in California, you wouldn't need nobody to protect you because I'd protect you. You understand? And let me tell you, we got beautiful neighborhoods that there was a big wars just two days ago in Bay Ridge and Dyker Heights, the neighborhoods that you know very well what I'm talking about. Wait, 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 war, wait, war, wait, hold it, slow down, Jimmy. Wars in New York uh, between who? Between, you know what it is? There's more white imbecile robots fighting with the blacks, and then you got the blacks beating up one white girl, and then the white people are beating up the white kids for going against the black people. What is going on? Where is the government? You know, I joke with you, I say about popping the eye, but my family tells me, stop with the news, because you're going to get a stroke. What do people want? I love my president. Get out the military. Get everybody with a look. Do something, because... Well, we know that your mayor is stirring the pot. We know that de Blasio wants the city to burn. We know that the mayor is stirring up hatred between the races. That's a well-established fact, along with the occasional cortex. That's a given. But we have a president who could oversee this and override this and send in the damn troops. 
Enough is enough. But de Blasio's been doing this from day one, but now everything's imploding. Imploding. I went to Manhattan. I looked like Yucca Flats after the blast. What is going on? America is burning from the inside out. And everybody. That's correct. <laughs> Look, Jimmy, I did a whole podcast on it that America is being overthrown and the federal government is doing nothing. Doing nothing. Jimmy, hang in there. Don't throw a vein. Don't burst a vein, Jimmy. Watch some old John Gotti uh, documentary reruns. You'll feel better. Watch some John Gotti reruns from when Brooklyn was safe to walk around in. Michael Savage, a host like no other. So um, our last caller, Jimmy, talked about the revolution going on in the streets of New York because of the communist mayor and the leftist scum. Apparently, a group of uh, police, NYPD, were attacked at the Brooklyn Bridge by a mob of vermin with sticks beating them, beating them mercilessly while the crowd egged them on. That is because the madness has been unleashed by the mayor and by the media, the two M's. And now the police, who used to be able to control the dangerous ones in the street, the thin blue line, has been overthrown. The police have been decapitated by the mayor, by occasional cortex. Under the guise of police brutality, the mobs have shown brutality. We have basically a race war in America being inflicted on us socially, culturally, and physically. You may not know it, but I do. Because I am Lynchaeus, the pilot seer of the Argonauts. I have the highest mast in the media. And I see farther than anyone in the media. I've seen this coming for years. I wrote about it for years. And I, I want a prize for it. I don't need a prize for it. I'm just telling you what I see. Now ask me what's coming tomorrow. Because you don't want to know. Colorado, Beth, line one. You're on the Savage Nation. Go ahead, please. Yes. Um, I think uh, Charles Manson would be very proud because the radical left is accomplishing what he aspired to. And what was that? A race war. Now, why did Charles Manson want a race war? Why did he want to start a race war? I can't get into his head and would never care to, but I was a little kid when the Tate murdered. Now, remember, Charles Manson, the mass murderer, slaughtered Sharon Tate and others, carved her infant out of her womb. Pregnant. She was and pregnant. When she was pregnant, and he did so saying he would blame black people for it so that there'd be a race war, more or less. That's a short version, correct? Yes, because I've seen documentaries. I mean, I was just too little to... Well, okay, so Charles Manson is long dead. But now we have left-wing politicians who are stirring up hatred in this country based on racial lines that are doing <laughs> Charles Manson, are doing the same work that Charles Manson wanted done. Exactly. All right. Well, where does that leave us? I don't have any follow-up to that statement. All religions had prophecy of end times. In the Jewish religion, it was the, the prophecy of Daniel. And Daniel talked about end times in, in the Jewish, Jewish religion. All religions have it. And remember, there were world powers going back to Babylonia, which existed that ruled the world, Babylonia from 607 B.C., Meso. Medo-Persia, rather, ruled the world from 539 B.C. Then the Greek world took over from 331 B.C., followed by Roman leadership, 
or world dominance from 30 BC. And then Anglo-American world power existed from 1763 in our times of now. We are now living in the end times, according to the prophecy of Daniel, in a politically and culturally divided world in the times of end, in the end times. So what is the prediction of what will happen in end times if you actually are biblical and you see this going on? The world falling apart. You know, I'm loath to criticize President Trump's leadership because that leads us to the apocalypse of the fake hologram in a basement, Biden. Biden doesn't exist, you have to understand. Biden is a construct. Biden is a hologram in a basement. Behind Biden are the worst elements of American society. That would be the occasional cortex types. But I ask you a question, all you Democrats who might be listening to the show. Where is Nancy Pelosi, one of the richest women in the world? Where is Dianne Feinstein, one of the most powerful and richest women in the world? Where are all the billionaire Democrats who see the society falling apart? Why are they not stepping into the breach and saying, stop it, cool it, calm down, we can't have this, our world will fall apart? Why are they silent? Why are the Democrats letting their minions, their Khmer Rouge, do this to society in the streets? Why are they saying nothing? Do they actually think it's going to get Biden elected? Is that all they think about? Is their pocketbook? I know that most of them took PPP money. While screaming against Trump, they took the money pretty good. But so true, so also true is the fact that big mouth fake conservatives took the gelt as well. They put the gelt in the pelt and they ran all the way laughing to the bank while screaming about small government, small government, no welfare, no welfare, small government. Didn't stop a conservative news service from taking the money. Didn't stop uh, Dennis Prager from taking the money. Another big mouth. Uh, the Delhi man on the radio. The, the Dennis Prager. Big hero of the right. Took the money and ran while screaming about small government. But there are many others. Many others. There. When the minute the money came out, they jumped over the hedge and with their slimy hands grabbed as much of the money as they could. Then they went back on the radio screaming about small government. Cut welfare to the poor. Small government. Cut welfare. Wow, hypocrisy abounds. Hypocrisy abounds. And I'm supposed to pay attention to Ghislaine Maxwell. You hear? This is what Murdoch puts, puts out day and night. A sex story. Now, nothing changes. The press is the same as it's always been. Sexploitation. That's all. If it's got two legs, and we'll stop right there. That's all. Sex and the single girl. And then Biden, the hologram with a, uh, uh, in a basement, Comes out yesterday in a speech. I have to play this about. They gave this to him to read in the basement. Listen to this about global warming in clip four. You got to listen to this. You won't believe it. Science tells us we have nine years (laughs) before the damage is irreversible. Ah, nine years. I was wondering. So my timetable results Mm -hmm, is in mm -hmm. my first four years as president. (laughs) The jobs will create, the investments will make, and the irreversible steps. Yeah. We'll take to mitigate and adapt to the climate change and put our nation on the road to net zero emissions no later than 2050. Biden doesn't even know what net zero emissions mean other than the fact that an old man like him can't have any. Uh, I love he starts by saying science tells us that's the same science that told us about COVID from the beginning and it was all wrong. But how does he know it's exactly nine years before the damage of global warming is irreversible? Why not eight and a half? Could it be 10 years? Could it be 8.7 years? 
No, science tells us we have nine years. They're all now science, science. Yeah. Read about Lyshenko in the Soviet Union. You'll know what kind of science he's talking about. Whatever the government funds, that's the kind of science you get. Science tells us. And how are you going to mitigate against global warming? Let's assume for a moment that we're having a warming phase, which we're not. We're having a cooling phase. Incident. We're going into another mini ice age, according to real science. But let's assume we actually have a, a, a warming trend. What can they do to stop it? Nothing. Nothing other than shut politicians up so the, the hot air is uh, reduced. Nine years to mitigate against zero emissions, net zero emissions. Well, he'd be an expert again on zero emissions. I'm sure Mrs. Biden can speak about that. But I'm not that interested in his personal life, to be uh, honest with you. 855-407-282. I'm trying to lighten this up, you know, because when the show comes to an end, the microphone goes off. I got to go back to my regular life. And my regular life is real ugly right now. If I told you it's fun, I'd be lying to you. I'm living through an apocalypse of hatred unlike any I've ever lived through. And I've lived through hatred for 26 years, and I'm used to it. I'll go all the way back to my first show 26 years ago this March, 27 years this March, when I filled in on KGO on the overnight show for an overnight host who was a hater. I had no idea who he was. I never listened to him because normal people sleep at night. This guy had a show where he fomented hatred day and night on KGO radio. So they asked me to fill in. I filled in and all I did was talk against affirmative action because it was basically racist to deny white people advancements based upon their qualifications, uh, not, uh, not upon the qualifications, but upon their race. It was a violation of everything I ever believed in and everything the Constitution afforded all of us. And I received more hatred that first night in radio than I ever had seen in my whole life because prior to that, I'd been a kind of beloved nutrition guy, herbal guy. I lectured around the world and I was never hated. I never encountered hate until that night. And that morning, the first morning of talk radio, I drove home at 5 a.m. And I kept looking in my rearview mirror because it induced a state of paranoia in me that people had such hatred. I never, I never encountered it. I got home. I waited for my family to awaken for breakfast. And I sat down at the table and they said, how to go, Dad? I said, I'm never going to do talk radio again. I never knew there was such hatred in the world. Well, as time would have it here, it's 26 years later and I'm still doing it. And then I got that hate mail just yesterday, and my world has changed once again. It's changed in a way I never knew it would, because you're used to it in this business. It comes with the territory, but not like this, not with such vile, racist, sexually charged insanity. Never saw anything like this threat sent by GorillaMail.com. And if you want to hear the letter, you can tune into the podcast about an hour from now and where I read it once. I'm not going to read it again. It's too disturbing to most listeners to hear this again. And again, if you uh, can, uh, if you use, if you know anyone who uses guerrilla mail or you know anyone who threatens conservatives on a regular basis, I suggest that you send this person's ID to tiplinethreat at gmail.com. And if you are the perpetrator listening in San Francisco... If you live here, I'm giving you till the end of today to turn yourself into a police department. And I promise you, depending upon what I learn, I may not bring charges against you. But you have only until the end of the day to turn yourself in. It's not going to continue tomorrow. I will not let this go another day. You have until the end of the day to go to any precinct and say, I am the guy who sent that to Michael Savage and I'm very sorry. I, whatever it is, 
I was on my meds. I was off my meds. I drank too much. My mother looked at me wrong. Whatever. The bed bugs got to me. I watched the Joker. Whatever your excuse is, give it to the police, not to me. And I will consider, if you turn yourself into the SFPD today, I will consider not pressing charges. Did you get that? No vigilante action from anyone. Do not confront anyone on this threat against me because I know many of you love me. Because I do not even know who this might be. I suspect no one in particular. I have no idea who did this or who I suspect. But if you do, please send the tip and it will be forwarded to the proper authorities at tiplinethread at gmail.com. Well, that's about it for today. We have quite a few minutes left for calls at 855-407-282. The topic really becomes, should the government regulate big tech companies? The answer is, of course. But they won't because they own them. Big tech is bigger than the government itself. Google, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. They are bigger than the U.S. government. Remember the famous Maya Lansky line when they're having a meeting in Havana? And he says, Michael, we're bigger than U.S. Steel. Remember that famous line? Jim, you're a gangster movie guy. Michael, we're bigger than U.S. Steel. He was talking about uh, the criminal syndicates at the time. Well, I would say to the audience, Michael, they're much bigger than the U.S. government itself. And they control the U.S. government. Five or six people control this government and control the world. They're all in high tech. They need to be stopped for the sake of humanity. They need to be reined in. They need to be controlled. Their encryption devices need to be turned over to the FBI. And more than that, they need to stop letting the left-wing hatred proliferate on the Internet. They must stop it. They are destroying people, killing people, ending careers on the basis of one tweet. A career has ended. This country was never created to permit that to happen. It was not set up for that to happen, where mere gossip or a mere accusation could destroy a person. It was not meant to be. That happened when? During the French Revolution, when people could just say Jacques and that was the end of the person they were put in the guillotine. It's interesting to me that hysterical young girls of the type that we see in the riots, mainly young white girls, by the way, whether it be Black Lives Matter or whatever, it's mainly young white girls who are hysterics, who are out in the streets screaming about something they know nothing about. They are the hysterics that were used through history to institute revolutions and murder. French Revolution, all a hysterical girl had to say was, this happened or that happened. Uh, Salem Witch Trials, who was it? Young hysterical girls accused people and they were killed. We're now living through again the, the, the Salem witch trials all over again. We can call them the Twitter witch trials. Does that work, Jim? The Twitter witch trials are now being conducted in America against anyone and everyone. And as I taught you about the French Revolution before, I will tell it to you again. The guillotine has an endless thirst. And in the beginning, it was used to chop off the heads of those who the revolutionaries said were the enemies of their revolution. But the guillotine was still thirsty. After all the heads were chopped off the aristocracy, the guillotine screamed for more blood. It was thirsty. And so soon the revolutionaries turned in some of their own, saying they were not revolutionary enough. Their heads were chopped off. And then when those heads were gone, they needed other heads for the thirsty guillotine. 
And then other revolutionaries' heads were cut off until there were no heads left to be cut off. This, by the way, is a pattern that followed in Cuba when Castro took office. It's what Stalin did to the communist revolutionaries in uh, Russia. It is found in every country where a leftist revolution takes over. Their own heads begin to roll. Home of borders, language, culture, the savage nation. So in New York, the mobs of mobs of you fill in the blank attacked the police yesterday with sticks owing to the attack upon police by the vermin in the media, the vermin in the uh, government. So in New York, if you have a 9-11 call, you're liable to hear this now. Due to the defunding of the police department, we're sorry, but no one is here to take your call. If you're calling to report a rape, please press one. To report a murder, please press two. To report a home invasion, press three. For all the crimes, leave your name and number and a social worker will get back to you. Our estimated wait time is five weeks. Have a nice day. Is that what you want to hear in America? Because that's what de Blasio, that's what Biden, that's what the left wants you to hear. We are now moving into the apocalypse, dear. The Westwood One Podcast Network.